This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Another victory. I'm getting so spoiled now as a Dolphin fan. Troy Stratford, all we've known for the last four weeks now is dubs. Dolphins now on a four-game winning streak, which came right after a three-game losing streak, which came right after a three-game winning streak. 39-17 to against Cleveland. It is the extra yard. I'm Alex Dono here with former Miami Dolphin Troy Stratford. Troy, how are we doing today? Doing great. Mondays are always great after Miami Dolphins won a football game, and they won in grand fashion. It wasn't like a nail-biter this time. So you saw the Miami Dolphins, in my opinion, win a different way, meaning using different weapons on the football field. And to me, that's the sign. I've been saying it throughout the year. It's a sign that it's a good football team because they're winning in different fashion. So – very happy about this team right now. They're very dangerous. Yeah, a couple things on that and doing it a different way. And it happened in both the passing game and in the running game. And in the passing game, it's like it's been so consistent all year long that uh, typically Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle just put up these monster stats, right? But right. I would say on Sunday, Trent Sherfield was the Dolphins' best receiver on that day. Like on that day, he was the Dolphins' best receiver. So that's one thing. And Alec Ingold also caught a touchdown with one of the most insane pump fakes from Tua. Like, he fooled everybody. He fooled the entire Browns defense. He fooled me. He fooled the camera guy. But before we circle back to Tua and those MVP chants that were raining down, I want to ask our resident running back here about the running game. Uh, And this is a win-win no matter what your answer is. But is Jeff Wilson even better than Raheem Mostert? I think it's two different running backs. And – I really like how Jeff Wilson fits into the scheme that the Miami Dolphins are doing. But what I find very interesting as I watch these games moving forward, when I look at Coach McDaniel, right, he's one of those coaches that looks at the pieces that he has and he designs something for those pieces. For years, there have been so many coaches who get players and they want to fit them into what they know, what their blueprint is. And I don't see that with McDaniel. I think that he is one of those, yes, we're going to say it, one of those young genius offensive coaches that looks at the game a little differently, and he plays matchup football, and he plays setup football. So when I say matchup football, he's sitting there looking at his personnel. Okay, early in the game, he's figuring out how they're trying to defend us. And he has an answer for everything so far. And then when I say uh, setup football, I really believe that the Miami Dolphins, the second half of the game, 
they know where they're going to be successful. Like they set up a couple of plays in the first half. They ran a couple, you know, dummy plays here or there, and they're sitting there saying that halftime adjustment. All right, this is working. We could hit on this. We could hit on that. So it's a joy to watch when I see the Miami Dolphins coaching staff. Coaching does make a difference. You know, we put a lot of credit and put a lot of blame on coaches, but damn, Coach McMichaels, I mean, McDaniels, he, he is sitting there like just impressing all of us as fans. Well, me personally, I'm sitting there saying he would be a pretty interesting guy to play for. No question. He's clearly been instrumental, and he's not the only factor, of course, but he's he's been instrumental in just this incredible improvement of QB1 to Atongo Vailoa, right? And Correct. it's a big piece of the pie. I give Tua credit because he also needed to, to get better and work hard in the offseason. So I'm not going to give everybody else the credit for what he's doing because he is growing and he is turning himself into an MVP candidate. But, you know, McDaniel, their comfort with one another and the scheme, scheming out the best into a, the weapons the Dolphins have added. And it's not even just Tyreek to go along no. with Jalen Waddle because Sherfield and Ingold and the running backs. I mean, Tua talked about it after the game. Uh, as a professional, he's never been around just such a solid duo of running backs. Like, he hasn't seen anything like that since he was at Alabama, and they just had five stars at every position. Like, just now, the balance in Miami's backfield. And, Troy, it was – I wasn't at the game yesterday. I know a lot of people watching this probably were, but even watching this game on my TV with the volume not at a particularly high level, it was unmistakable, those MVP, MVP <laughs> chants for Tua. And – it's not crazy at all. Like this is this is totally legitimate. Like this is not like two anon trying to just like get attention and like the you know the fringe two of fans like yeah this is our guy MVP. No, it's he is playing at an MVP level, leads the NFL in passer rating. You know he and uh, and the former quarterback of Tyreek Hill might end up being the last couple guys standing right. in that MVP race because two is having an incredible year. You look at this season that he's had. Let's talk about uh, post-concussion, right? Ten touchdowns, zero INTs, been sacked a couple times only, has protected the ball, no turnovers. And I'm sitting there saying, wow, he is really coming to his own. And I don't know what the trick was. I believe that he was always confident in himself from the start of the season and prior to the start of the season. He just needed people to believe in him, get in there with a system and a group of guys around him. He has whatever he wants at his fingertips, him and the coach, that is, where I'm sure he has free range to, to change plays if he sees something. And they can run the ball. And I told you a couple of weeks ago, I said, that running game is going to kick in sooner or later. It is going to kick in because you see teams – they're doing their homework study, and they're like, okay, how are we going to take this guy away? How are we going to take that guy away? Talking about the wide receivers. How are we going to shut down Tua? And I'm not sitting here saying they forget about the running game, but now, I mean, you sit there and you look at Wilson coming into the mix, and he has a little bit more, you know, bravado in his runs. Like, he's running downhill. He's bringing the wood. You may want to tackle him early on, but you could bet in the third quarter, into the third quarter, into the fourth quarter, you as a DB that's weighing like a buck 90, okay, 200 pounds, this big dude is coming at you, and he's coming at you full speed. 
you think twice about sticking your head in there as hard as you did there in the first quarter. So I, I just love the way things are shaping up offensively for the Dolphins. Yeah, I see the people in the chat will not forget that I am a I am a reforming to a doubter. They will not let me forget it. And you know what? That's fine. I'm glad you guys saved the receipts. If I'm wrong about this and I'm thinking I was wrong about Tua, I don't know if I've ever been happier to be wrong. Like when it comes to my sports teams, <laughs> Right. Like it, it's different. Like if I'm a Dolphins fan and I'm telling people for years, like, oh, Zach Wilson blows the, the Jets have a terrible. And if he like were to end up being really good, I still don't think he will be. But if he were to end up being like really good, I would hate to be wrong about that. But when right. it comes right. to the guy who suits Listen, up for my franchise, I'd love to be wrong. There's a long line of people in front of you and behind you that just didn't believe that Tua could get this thing done. And yeah. The receipts are there. Like, he struggled sure. early on in his career. But again, he just didn't have the talent around him. And credit to Chris Greer for putting this all together. Coach McDaniel putting this all together. Knowing the pieces that fit into what he wants to do. But designing plays for some of the talent that he has. And as again, as a defense playing against that offense, I'm like, Scratching my head. I'm like, where do we start? How, how do we break this down? How do we slow them down here, slow them down there? Tua gets rid of the ball so fast. He's so accurate with his passes as well. And the damage does not, and I've always thought this, the damage does not have to be 40 yards down the field, 50 yards down the field. They do that damage in, you know, seven yards to 11 yards. And they letting those guys run. And I always say, you take one bad angle, and it's lights out. Lights out. Yeah. Uh, a few few stats that just illustrate the type of magical year that Tua is having and why he is a bona fide N uh, MVP candidate in my mind. Um, this season, Troy, in games that Tua has started and finished, 7-0. and 7-0. Going back to his last 14 starts, you know, seven this year and his previous seven from last year, 13 and one in games that he started and finished. And uh, he, uh, yeah, and, and another, and another Dolphins milestone. Um, so he's now the only Dolphins quarterback to ever have three consecutive games with at least three touchdown passes and zero interceptions. So he hasn't thrown a pick in over a fortnight. I think that's two weeks. I don't know. In like a month. He's throwing a pick in like a month. All right. Uh, so th this is just unbelievable uh, because not only is he making plays down the field and the entire offense is making plays because it takes more than just a quarterback to execute right. an offense. Offensive and that's why, line has been know, playing outstanding. outstanding. That's a great football. point. And, and right. you know, so much inconsistency in the personnel. Tua had a completely clean jersey yesterday. Didn't get sacked a single time. That's a good thing. <laughs> Tua's uniform was clean, and the punter's uniform was clean, right? <laughs> Two yeah. guys. The punter didn't even get into the yeah, game. Yeah, that's right. I, I forgot to mention you know, that. Oh, they man. They didn't even punt the ball. They came up with a turnover, uh, and, okay, the Browns scored. The Dolphins came back and scored. The Browns on the move again. They give it to Chubb, and next you know, Chubb, he puts it on the ground. The Miami Dolphins come up with that. And then it was just a runaway from there. Like the Miami Dolphins, they just put their foot on the gas. They executed well. And, I mean, it was some good football to watch.
And, you know, the, the Browns, they, they've got a, a crap win-loss record, but they've got a lot of talent on their team. Like, it's a talented team. A lot of people thought this could potentially be a trap game. And on both sides of the football, I'm really impressed with what the Dolphins did, Troy, because if you look at some of the most talented players on that Browns team, you had to keep Nick Chubb in check. The Dolphins did it. I mean, he Shit. he padded his stats late because he scored that 33-yard touchdown in garbage time, which, like, padded right. his stats. But right. they kept him, you they take kept away him the, in check. You take away the 33-yard run, and I believe he had 30-plus yards on, you know, 12 carries or something like that. He didn't have a great average. Yeah. So the Miami Dolphins, they did a good job of controlling that running game of the Browns because we knew that the Browns were coming in here trying to run the ball down the Dolphins' throat. They struggled a little bit this year with the running game. And they didn't want Brissett to be throwing the ball 40 times in a game. And so you know that was their game plan. And the Miami Dolphins, they did an outstanding job on both sides of the football. Field, I mean, that kickoff coverage and the field goal kicking right now, those are the two issues that the Miami Dolphins have to straighten out. But that's how it goes. Well, and before, and I do want to get to that. Before, before I get to that, I also need to give the Dolphins credit, the O line specifically, uh, because okay, so so for Cleveland's offense, had to keep Nick Chubb in check. They did it. Cleveland's defense, Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, like I forgot. I didn't Miles hear Garrett. their name. I, I I forgot he played for them. Like I knew he played for them, but then during the game, I'm like, oh, did he suit up today? Was he inactive? Like yeah, they completely kept him quiet, in check. quiet, and that's a good thing. I like this comment from Tony. Jacoby Brissett continues his streak of not winning games. He starts in Miami. Uh, if, if he could have just bottled up what he did on like the first two drives, he would have had a really nice day. Cause like the first couple drives, I'm like, oh man, this might be a shootout. Like it, but Brissett was looking sharp. He did have, he there was. was like one, there was one deep completion he made where it was like, it was a wounded duck, but it was like a well-timed throw. Right. I was like, man, is Jacoby Brissett going to come in here and make us, uh, make us regret ever giving this guy up. But then he turned into Jacoby Brissett (laughs) later on in the games. So he started hot. He was on a nice streak. They caught the Miami Dolphins sleeping a little bit. But, you know, the game settled down. And I always talk about football games. It's like a boxing match. You know, the first couple rounds, you know, you're feeling your opponent out. Then you start to figure things out. Like, okay, I could get him here. I could get him there. And I think that's what the Miami Dolphins are doing. I really believe that. How much better do you think that Browns team can be once they get uh, Deshaun Watson back from suspension and assuming he can put all the baggage behind him? Because there's there's been just a trail of destruction following that guy around. And also, he hasn't played football in like two years, so he's got to shake off some rust as well. But how much better can Deshaun Watson make that Browns team? That's a good question because – you just said that he hasn't played football in like two years, right? Mm-hmm. Went through training camp, but he hasn't been on. He, he, I guess he could go to the practice field starting today or tomorrow, whatever. And he just has to knock that rust off. He has to be able to get his timing down with his new receivers. It's going to be a strange situation. Now, will he lift that team a little bit? Like emotionally, will they be a little bit more pumped to play? even though they're struggling a little bit record-wise this season, he is going to be that natural lift where people are going to say, okay, here we go. We're ready to go now. We survived. You know, we didn't really implode, but we 
we're all right. We could still make a run here late in the season. I'm just curious to see how well the kid is going to play. Not only has he not played football in two years, he hasn't been hit in two years. So the first time he takes a hit, I wonder how his body is going to respond to that. Like, your body has to be conditioned to a little activity of getting hit. You know, they always protect quarterbacks and practice and stuff like that. But you get a little bit of conditioning when it comes to that. Deshaun Watson, he has had none of that. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it comes back. They play uh, Buffalo next week. Oh, they do. I, I didn't even look ahead for them. Uh, I mean, I, I hope they win. I mean, I don't want Buffalo I to win. I do too. <laughs> I'm like, get it together. Yeah, please. Week. Please get it together. And, and by yeah. the way, God bless the Minnesota Vikings because oh. – uh, Oh, that that was that was spectacular. Um, you know, I Troy, honestly, entering into the week, I wasn't really even paying attention to the divisional standings because I just I didn't imagine Buffalo would lose. And Minnesota's like eight and one. They've got a, a, a you know, low key, really good football team. But I didn't imagine Buffalo would lose. You know, both New England and the Jets had the bye week this week. So I wasn't even like really thinking about first place. But then I was listening, uh, you know, on on my way. uh you know, to the studio to do the late Dolphins post game. I was listening to the uh, the network post game, Travis uh, Wingfield and OJ McDuffie, right. and then I hear right. like Travis is like all going crazy because he was watching the end of the uh, the Buffalo game, and he's like, "Dolphins Which are in first crazy. place. Dolphins are in first. <laughs> crazy." But I'm I'm sitting there in the car. I'm like, "Wait, the Dolphins are in first? Are, is that real? Like the Dolphins are yes. now first place in the division now." Listen, uh, if if the Jets win their next game, they do have a tiebreaker over the Dolphins the same way they've got yes. a tiebreaker over the Bills. But right now, the Dolphins, 7-3, and three, are alone in first place in the AFC East. The Jets are 6-3. and three, The Bills are 6-3. and three, And the Patriots are 5-4. and four. This is like the Super Division, Troy. This is exactly what the AFC West was supposed to be, but nobody got the memo that the Raiders were going to suck. Uh, instead, the AFC East is is the division of champions right now. That's right. The AFC East, you could say the West, but Kansas City is kind of running away with that. You got you got to look at the NFC East also. So, for the first time in a long time, we have two of the Eastern conferences that are doing well, and it's been a while. Like no one thought the Miami Dolphins were really going to do this. No one thought the New York Giants were going to play the way that they're playing. No one thought the Philadelphia Eagles were going to still be undefeated. They take on uh, Washington tonight. They have that good yeah. chance of going to 9-0, which is damn impressive. And that team looks good all over the place. Yeah, Washington stinks. I think the Eagles are 11-point favorites in that game tonight. So, um, you know, it's... They've they've had some lucky breaks, but credit to them because like you you don't start eight no by accident, right? Have they had a couple of lucky breaks in there? Sure, but you don't start eight no by accident. That's a good football team. <laughs> uh, so I want to uh, in a second I want to answer this question from oh my god, this is like the the most complicated name I've ever seen. How would you pronounce that? You Ikaika Ek? Well, it's a great question. I just I wish I wasn't butchering your name. Uh, thank you uh, for the question. I, I want to get to that in a sec. Do you want to take a, a stab at it, Troy? I'm going to chop it up. You're squinting. That's not a good sign. Indande? 
I, I, you're like you're seeing letters oh, that I just don't different. think are there. The, the one that I've got up on the big screen here. Can you see that? I only have one. Oh, wait. Oh, oh. No, I, I won't even take a stab at that. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, I, I do want to answer that question where we see Tua and where the odds makers see Tua in the MVP race. But guys, we have to talk about prizepicks.com. Like, if you haven't started using prize picks yet, prize picks mobile app, prizepicks.com. I feel like you're just missing out on the most awesome secret. Uh, maybe you've seen their billboards. Maybe you've seen people talking about prize picks. You've heard us talking about them on the Five Reasons Sports Network. For whatever reason, you haven't tried it yet. Guys, it's so easy. It's so fun. And you can win real cash playing prize picks. It's basically daily fantasy on steroids. Uh, yes. What you do is... You make selections on prize picks. It's basically parlays. You select two, three, or four players, even five players, uh, and just predict if they're going to go over or under their stat projections. And if you get two, three, four, five picks correct, you're winning big-time money. You can win up to 20 times cash back. I've never won one of those fives, Troy. If you get the five picks, you've won a couple of those. How, how many? How, what's the multiplier in that? Is that like twenty times your money back? Because I think it's times ten for four. So is it times? Yes. I think it's times twenty I, for five. I thought it was times ten. To be honest with you, maybe it I is. Don't know, times but 10. I'll, I'll find out in about an hour and a half. Because when you win another one, <laughs> yeah. yes. <laughs> Troy, Troy has been lighting it up, winning, winning these big time selections. So, like, I'm looking yeah. at tonight, for example. Go ahead. Uh, I lost my bet this week, but I don't mind. And I lost because Tyreek didn't hit the goal. But I'm like, that's all right. The Dolphins won, and it was they were spreading the ball around a little bit. I, I was okay with losing that one. Not, not, bad at, not bad at all. And you can kind of forgive uh, Tyreek for going under because he's been over pretty much every week of the year. Right. <laughs> okay, so, so hold on. Start shading to him, right? I got the pronunciation here. You got e it? Kaika. Well, they, they wrote it in. E. Kaika is how you say that name. E. Okay. I think I, I almost nailed it the first time I took it, but I was so intimidated by it. I, I couldn't I couldn't say it. But hold on. Let me bring this uh, this prize picks banner up so you guys know how to sign up. So I'm looking tonight, Troy. Uh, Taylor Heineke, the Washington QB, over under 205 and a half passing yards. Do you think under. he goes over or under that against Philly? I'm leaning to the under on Heineke. I'm going under. Yeah, yeah. I'm going under on that. Philly's now, defense this... is doggone good. Yeah. Yes. And what about Jalen Hurts? 242 uh, and a half passing yards. Do you think he goes over? That, I think that's a good number because I, I, I'm struggling with that because I, I could see them winning comfortably with him throwing for 230. Like, I don't know if he has to throw more than 242 and a half against that crap team. I'm going to go over on that one. I'm going to okay. go under Washington over Philly quarterbacks. I like it. I, I like it when we can go under on one of them and over on the other. It kind of yeah. makes it more fun. So, guys, we have fun every single every single Sunday, every single Monday, Thursday night, doing these NFL picks on Prize Picks. Uh, it's so easy to sign up, create a free account on Prize Picks. Now, you do have to deposit money if you want to win money, but it's very easy to deposit, very easy to withdraw. But create your account first. You download the free mobile app, Prize Picks, or you go to their website, PrizePicks.com takes minutes to create your account and then it takes like 60 seconds or less to make your selections 
Uh, and when you sign up, make sure you use our code five. Spell it out, F-I-V-E. Because when you use our code five, they're going to match your first deposit 100% up to $100. So if you don't use our code, you're missing out on doubling your money, right? So you deposit 100 bucks, get 100 bucks free when you sign up with our code five. Prize picks truly is daily fantasy simplified. I had so to have a talk with my yeah. son yesterday. He came over, we watched the game, and he starts telling me about this site that he's playing on. And I go, Oh, I, I play on a site like that. It's called Prize Picks. He's like, Yeah, that's it. That's it. No and way. Go, ah, and I go, Dude, you didn't uh, like watch the show and get the code word. Ah. I said, They would have matched your money. And he goes, Oh, Man, I said, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And that have I always feel bad when that happens to people because I and you know, I, I listed a three yards per carry, and we're we're like a sister show of three yards per carry. And I listened to that show and I hear I hear Alfredo talking about how sometimes people will actually sign up because they heard the ad on three yards per carry and they still won't use the code because they can like right. track what links people are signing up on. So like if you hear, that's why I make sure to throw out the code like a hundred times. Because if you hear the code on our show, don't shoot yourself in the foot by not using the code when you sign up. F I V E, and they're gonna double your money. Free money. Free money. Free money. <laughs> All right. So let me see if I can I can share my screen here with these MVP odds for the NFL. Now, disclaimer: I think these were published before yesterday's games not after so that would uh just based on the way yesterday's games went that would help the cause for Tua uh and it would hurt the cause of Josh Allen right because Josh Allen he he lost the game twice the fumble in the inner like he lost that game twice so that didn't help his MVP odds but so this was uh heading into yesterday's games uh, the favorite right now, and I, I agree with him being the favorite. We'll see if our guy can pass him by season's end. But Pat Mahomes, plus 200. Jalen Hurts, who plays tonight, uh, plus 250. Josh Allen, plus 350. I would imagine his odds have probably worsened a little bit. And I yes. would imagine Tua, who was plus 800 yesterday. So that gives him the fourth best odds heading into the MVP race. Let me ask you, Troy, because I imagine Allen took a little bit of a hit and Tua got a boost yesterday. Do you think Tua right now has surpassed Josh Allen in the MVP race, or do you think he just narrowed the gap a little bit? Because just based on the way these odds makers work, they love Josh Allen, and we all know the media hates Tua, right? I feel like they probably would still hmm. favor Allen slightly, but I think Tua yeah. has closed the gap. Yeah, he has definitely closed the gap. I think they have Patrick Mahomes, one, correct. Jalen Hurts, two, correct. Josh Allen, yes. Josh Allen, if Tua had done what he did at the end of that game yesterday, Tua would have been run out of town down here in Miami. Absolutely. Right. Like, how he ended that game was just a disaster. It just, like, imploded on him. But I think Tua has closed the gap. Like, his stats just keep piling up, piling up. And as long as you don't turn over the football, you're, you're going to give your team a better chance to win. You're going to have better stats. I mean, the Miami Dolphins, right, yesterday offensively, they were like, I don't know, 420, 425 total offense running and receiving. That's dangerous. That's like a weapon in itself. When you're sitting there, you have no idea what to pick. But, yeah, I think that Tua, after his performance the last three weeks, 
he has closed that gap, especially with the performance that Allen just put up. I definitely think that he closed it. Yeah, I highlighted it there. Tyreek is on that. Tyreek is uh, he's, he's low. He's very low on the list at uh, plus yeah. 8,000. But he's on and, – and we even – we talked about this a little bit last week. Like who – a week ago, who was the stronger MVP candidate, Tyreek or Tua? Um, prisoner of the moment. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Probably, but considering you know Tua had a much better performance yesterday than Tyreek. Now Tyreek scored a touchdown, but Tua yeah. put up most of his numbers without Tyreek because he was spreading the football around so much. Tua definitely feels like the much stronger candidate today than Tyreek does. Uh, and also, Troy, I think one of the reasons why Tyreek's odds are so low, you look at what every other person on this list has in common. They're all they quarterbacks. They play quarterback. Yes. <laughs> Tyreek Hill is the only non-quarterback even okay, on this they get, list. They get to throw to five other guys in the game. They get to pad their stats in other areas where, you know, Tyreek, finally they kind of shaded to him a little bit. He wasn't the primary receiver often. Yeah. And so he had a day where he only had, I guess, five catches. And he's going to have those days as a wide receiver. But him having that day as a wide receiver, not over 100 yards, not 10, 13 catches, two has still got his. So advantage to right. the quarterback all the time, all the time. Yeah, Tyreek, he actually led the team in catches yesterday, but five catches, 44 yards. Like, for, for him, that's like a terrible game. Like, m most yeah. receivers most receivers like would first love – quarter. Yeah, m most receivers would love five catches and a touchdown. For him, that's like his worst game of the year. That's how good he's been. Exactly. By the way, huge shout-out to uh, Shake Money. Shake, thank you so much for the super chat. We really appreciate you, man. He finally gets to watch us live. I love it. Because, uh, yeah, you know, and and – for those who can't watch us live, uh, you know, we do uh, – the replays are available, right? If you if you can't watch live here on a Monday at around 3 o'clock, you can get the audio feed on the 3 Yards Per Carry podcast channel. You can always get the video feed on 5 Reasons Sports Donald, YouTube. let me throw something at you. MVP. Who has changed this team more? Because I think MVP gets – I don't know, quantify not the way it should be. Right. Because the most important person to this team individually, in my opinion, is Tyreek Hill. You asked me that question last week, like who Ooh. would get it? But Tyreek Hill changed the culture. He huh. changed the attack. 
he has done a most valuable player to the team. It's not always best numbers, in, in my opinion. Who had the biggest impact on this Miami Dolphins team outside of the coach, right? Because he changed everything. Yeah. But who's that one player who's had the biggest impact? And I think it's Tyreek Hill. See, that that's such a tough one because you framed it that way, and I still disagree. And I only okay. say that because in the games that Tua missed, Tyreek was Good still boy. putting up numbers, but the team didn't win, right? Because even like when Bridgewater or Skyler were, were playing court, like Tyreek was still putting up big numbers, but the team wasn't winning those games. They only win when Tua plays. That's the one point that I can't overcome. I, I, I really can't. The only thing I throw in with that, I go, okay, the two quarterbacks that played, that usually they the backup quarterback usually doesn't come in there and the team does not drop off. Like right. that's a yeah. team thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I have to say to counter that. But you know, I look at this and I I still remember that very first practice going to and I put my eyes on Tyreek. And I think it was a half a practice, and I said, Oh my god, this is insane. Like, <laughs> you know, I didn't say that about Tua. Yeah, I, yeah Tua looked better. Tua throws in rhythm. He is definitely on point right now. But I sat there and I said, oh, my goodness, this this kid right here, he's going to change everything offensively for the Miami Dolphins. Everything. So right now, I'm going to say Tyreek right now. I, I mean, like Tua is going to win over him. Who with the Miami Dolphins at the end of the year, they have their own team awards. Forget about the whole league MVP, right? Mm. Team awards, the Miami Dolphins are going to select a team MVP. Who would that be? Tua or Tyree? I, you know, I are we talking about like a team vote, like all the players vote on this? Is that what we're talking about? Or are we talking about players, like... Players, players do not vote yeah. on that. Oh, that's players do like, not vote. No, that's if, 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 if play Okay, if players don't vote, I think they give it to Tua. I think if players do vote, I think they would give it to Tyreek because he, I don't know. It, it feels like he's the leader of that locker room. I think Tua right. is a leader, but I think Tyreek is the leader of yeah. that locker room. He he's the guy who's responsible for the ping pong table. That usually means you're the leader of the locker room. He he allows everyone else to be more relaxed on that football team. Simple as that. Yeah. He he takes the pressure. I put the spotlight on me. I got it. Don't worry about it. I got to go with Tyreek right now. Okay. I like it. Uh, I mean, listen, I, I you can't go wrong either way. Uh, I, I, I would love to see a Dolphins player win MVP. Uh, th this is this is a good uh, football question here, Troy, from Indade. Is, uh, is the defense is failing in containing a mobile quarterback? Is that more on the linebackers or on the D-line? Isn't it usually more on the D-line, not setting the edge? I know it can be both. It can, absolutely yeah. can be either. But wh what do you think with these Dolphins, right? And and now I got news for you guys. Justin Fields is doing it to everybody. He, like, he had another huge yeah. game yesterday. But, yes, is that usually more on the linebackers or on the D-line? I think, I think that's a combination of just – the defense that they're in, you know, if the Miami Dolphins are in man-to-man -man and they don't have anyone in the middle field and they 
fail to get that pressure with the defensive line or the five guys that they rush or maybe even the six guys that they rush and they create a running lane for that quarterback who could absolutely run, you know, that's going to present some problems. So it's not just one. It's not just the defensive line. It's not just the linebackers. It's a combination of both of them not getting the pressure and getting out of their lanes and creating lanes. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. I, I feel like- <laughs> Two MVP. Donald, president of the Association of Reform Two Haters. There I don't know, you know if Brooklyn man. Rob is going to let me have this one though, because like he, <laughs> he he will not let me. Uh, he will not even let me on the. He won't even let me cheer for my team because I had the audacity to doubt the quarterback. But yeah. I'm just throwing this out there that our guy you, or a guy or girl, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what uh, what you's uh, gender is. I have no clue. But uh, they say Tua MVP, Dono, president of the Association of Reform Tua haters. Um, I don't want, you know what, Troy? I don't want that honor because I don't deserve it because I was a doubter, right? It's like, it's like at the, the end of Game of Thrones, spoiler alert, like everybody wanted to give the Iron Throne to Jon Snow. He didn't want it. I don't want, I don't want it. I don't want it. Like I, I am the Jon Snow of this equation because not only do I know nothing, somebody said that in the chat earlier, but I'm also the Jon Snow because I don't want it. I will admit uh, I'm still in timeout for not believing in Tua, so I will let someone else take that honor. I'm just a Dolphin fan enjoying the ride. What I enjoy is that, you know, every day I'm watching a sports show, sports center, whatever, and Tua's always part of the conversation. The Miami Dolphins are always part of the conversation. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, they are part of the conversation. And yep. it's kind of weird because I would have to get to get my dolphin news. I had to always go local because they were never the national story. Now you just go to your TV, turn it on. Oh, they're talking about the dolphins. Let's go. I like it. I really like it, man. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I guess there's there's something about Miami because you know when when Tua wasn't doing so well, they'd bring it up at the drop of a hat. Now that Tua is doing really well, they bring it up like. I, I don't know. I feel like uh, we'll never be the Cowboys because the, the Cowboys are getting coverage come hell or high water. Uh, but but the Dolphins are like right up there with teams that get a ton of yeah. coverage. Yeah. Dolphins are right up there. Um, when it comes to Dolphin fans, I really believe it's like a group that were over here. I mean, they've now come to this side, the, the believer side. Yeah. But in the beginning – it was like this, you know, you could just kind of split. You could argue on both sides and the people who have been arguing in favor of him, you know, they have the upper hand right now and people are eating crow like you and other yeah. people out there, you know, you, you're taking your words back, but that's all right. You're still Dolphin fans, right? That's right. It makes for good radio. It does. Good TV, all of that. It does. It does. And uh, listen, I, I admit when I'm wrong. I know some people out there don't do that. I, I do admit when I'm not wrong very often, but I do admit when I'm wrong. Um, you know, you had brought something up earlier, Troy, that uh, it, it was a really strong, really balanced game from the Dolphins outside yeah. of a couple things on special teams. What is going on with this kicker? Jason Sanders has turned to mud. Now, he did make two field goals in the game. But the man missed two extra points. Like, 
even if that was a college kicker, I would be frustrated <laughs> with two extra. These are talking about professional, a grown man making multiple millions of dollars per year, missing two extra points in a game. Do the Dolphins need to like bring in a street free agent for competition? Like, what, what, and it seemed like a good time for that going into the bye week. No, this is a delicate situation. I always say it's head trash when it comes to a kicker. And really, any player, if your confidence is not there, your game is not there. Yeah. And kickers, they have all of this time during the game, during a drive, to sit there and beat themselves up inside their own head because no one's talking to them. No one goes over and talks to the kicker, right? They let him do his thing. He gets warm. He gets loose. And all he is doing is he's sitting there saying, oh, my goodness. What? I mean, perfect weather. We're not sitting here talking yeah. about, you know, snow, sleet, freezing rain, bad snaps. Everything has looked on point. Mechanical-wise, he's just shanking those things or pushing them. And that's all on him. I, I don't know who has to sit down and talk with him. But he definitely needs to go talk to someone just to get his head straight. Just to get his head straight. You know, thankfully we can kind of laugh about it because the Dolphins won the game uh, yeah. 39 it's to 17. It's going to cost us at some point. And that's the thing. And I wanted to ask you because, like, you weren't a kicker. You were an actual football player. And, you know, <laughs> and now kicking, place kicking has been part of the game forever for like 150 years. I don't know how long it's been. It's been a part of the game forever, right? I've actually heard – sports talk radio hosts in the past make the make the argument that the NFL should eliminate kickers because it's not fair for like someone who's not a real football player to actually decide the outcome of the game um so on that note how frustrating was it as a player and and listen you played like the Dolphins had some great kickers over the years so you were pretty spoiled but you know during your playing career how frustrating is it when like the actual real football players are making enough plays to win a game and some nerd from Eastern Europe misses a kick and costs you a W. <laughs> Eastern Europe. <laughs> you know, it, it's part of it. it. It's hard. You carry him off when he hits the winning field goal, and when he misses, you just deject it. And that's when you're really pissed off, when he misses it, and you sit there and you say, damn it, I just played 60 minutes. Work my butt off for 60 minutes on and off the field, taking these hits, doing this, doing that. And all he got to do is go make a kick. Yeah. And it's, but they're part of the team, you know, it's part of the game. I don't think they should eliminate it. I really don't. Because we see what happens. There yeah. are so many games this year where field goal kick was blocked, missed. It adds an element to the game. So I, I say keep it a part of the game. And I agree with that because I even remember, and this was, I think it was on like CBS Sports Radio on the weekend a few months ago where I heard, I heard this host did like a whole hour on how they should eliminate field goal kicking. And like, and I'm listening to it uh, in the car and I'm like, okay, like he makes some interesting points, but it's really a ridiculous topic to spend an hour on. Yeah. It's like it's been part of the game for 150 years. Yeah. And it makes the game a lot more exciting 
uh, you know, good and bad. Like if, if you're if you're betting on games, or even if you're you know playing fantasy with a fantasy kicker, how like one kick can decide a game, or right? it makes the game a lot more exciting for everybody else. And the NFL is about making money and making people excited at the end of the day. It helps with the point spread also. Remember that gambling yeah. is a big part of this. But a few years ago, when the uh, NFL decided to change and push the extra point back, people were like. Uh, no big deal. It has turned into a huge deal in a number of football games. So it adds a little intrigue. It's no longer automatic. And I like that. Like hold the kickers accountable to, you know, playing the football game. You got to do it. Yeah. Another way the game has changed. I feel like over the last three or four years is, everybody goes for more fourth downs now. Like, have you noticed that? And it's yes. like, and, and listen, I'm, I'm, I'm just an armchair quarterback, but I've been screaming for this for years. Cause like sometimes when teams are just not moving the ball, trading punts on like fourth and one, I'm like, you have four downs. Like you're not required by law to punt it on every foot. Like, you got a fourth and one. Sometimes you got to roll the dice and YOLO. Like if it's like fourth and 12, in your own territory i get it but sometimes a fourth and one between the 40s you got to go for it and like everybody's doing that now they didn't used to always do that who do you have to believe in more your defense or your offense Mm. going for it on those fourth and ones i I think it's 50 50 like i I think it really is because they gotta have belief in both yeah because there there are certain games and we've seen this with the Dolphins. because the dolphins sometimes the defense has been jekyll and hyde like there's certain games where it's like the defense does not have it today. Other games where it's like, yeah, they can't score on us, right? So I, right. I and and that comes into you're right about that because I know when Mike McDaniel makes that decision, it goes on the flow of the game, and it also it has to go on like you said. If you come up short, and and the doll wasn't yesterday, they came up short on a fourth down yesterday. Uh, so it yes. just it just happened yesterday. You have to trust your defense to be complimentary. Okay, so if the kicker was more accurate this year. Automatic, right? Yeah. Would your coach play a little more safely once he crossed the 50? We, we, we'd be in these situations where, hey, we're going forward on fourth and one, which is part of excitement about the game as well, whether you make it or you get stopped. Like that kicker plays a major role in play calling. If they're going to go for it on third and one or fourth and one, they're going to kick the ball. It, it definitely has to stay a part of this game. Uh, that's a very good point. Um, the, the only bummer this week is, and they deserve a little rest, is we're heading into the bye week. So four, four game winning streak, we head into the bye. The next time we see our Dolphins will be on, I guess this is yeah Thanksgiving weekend, right? The 27th? Yeah, that's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. They're Texans? going to host. Yes, which looks, I mean, should be a winnable game. Let's hope the Dolphins can carry their momentum through the bye week. Uh, You know, what did you do, Troy, bye weeks in your playing games? Like, how much do you still train? How much time do you take off? Well, for those who have any knick-knack bumps and bruises, they still have to report to rehab right you got to go in you got to spend a couple hours with the trainer whoever it is that you're working with so you really don't get a lot of time to jet out of town nowadays i'm sure they probably got like three days off maybe you could go out of town but 
That's the biggest fear of coaches. Too much free time brings trouble. And, right. you know, you go home, you go hang around your buddies that you haven't been around a little bit. You're on a nice little high. You go out and all it takes is for one knucklehead to do something wrong. And then all of a sudden you find yourself in trouble. So, uh, like I, I mentioned that Shula would call a practice like on a Saturday just so we wouldn't get out of town. And it was all on purpose. He's like, no, I'm not letting knuckleheads get loose. They're just going to run the town. They're going to jet out of town. I'm not going to do that. So that's my biggest fear about the off week, the bye week. Too much free time. It's not about just clowning around and not working out. You're still going to stay on top of your craft, but trouble is right around the corner. So I hope the Miami Dolphins avoid that. I hope so, too. Last thing here. Uh, if the season ended today, Dolphins win the AFC East. We'd the season doesn't the end. Spoiler alert, the season does not end today. Uh, Dolphins right now, first place. New York Jets, half game behind. Bills also half game behind. Patriots, uh, I guess, uh, game back. Full gear, game and a half back, I guess. Um Troy, how do you think this finishes based on what you've seen so far? Because we're we're starting to see some chinks in the armor with the Buffalo Bills. And the Dolphins do have the head-to-head. Now, they got to face them again in Buffalo, which could end up deciding the division. But do you think we take this over the finish line? Because I think now that the Dolphins have a balanced attack and a running game to go with the passing game, I think we that's, can win this division. That's pretty scary what the Miami Dolphins have put together, how they could attack any defense that's out there. But I know this, it will make for great football when they have to go play the Jets this year, when they have to go play uh, the Buffalo Bills this year. They still got to go to New England, am I right? They still got to go to New England also. So that's three games. And, yes, it may be inclement weather. So that's where the run game comes into play also. They can consistently run the ball on the ground, move the ball on the ground, you got a better chance when you find yourself, you know, playing in some bad, bad, bad weather. It's funny. We used to play up Buffalo, so you go to sleep at night. As soon as you woke up in the morning, first thing you did, you ran to the window, opened up the curtain, and said, Oh my God, we're long day today. But as a football player, your mindset. Well, my mindset was, and most of the guys are the same way, because it would even come out in like a talk, you know, like in the locker room. Hey, we got three hours. Three hours, suck it up, get yourself warm somehow, stay warm, and we get back on the plane, we go to Miami, and we party. And that's that's it. So that's how they got to approach this thing. Love it. By the way, to end Dade, wouldn't shock me if this happened, right? He says, Dolphins morph into a run-dominant team for the second half of the season. Total mind F. I mean, that that's that's McDaniel's bread and butter, right? I mean, he, he's the run game guru. That's where he he cut his uh, cut his bones. I don't know if I got that expression right. He made his bones as a, as a run game coordinator. So I wouldn't surprise me now that you have the personnel to do it. Right. Got the personnel to do it. And I mean, those were some big assholes that they were running through on yesterday. I I mean, I'm sitting there saying, that's pretty nice. Yeah. 
pretty By the nice. way, this might be the text of the day. I tuned in late. Is that Troy Vincent? He was really close. <laughs> close. He Must be close. young. <laughs> Stratford, oh, Stratford. He was close. I, I did say in the chat that it's, of course, the great Troy Stratford. Troy Vincent also seems like an awesome guy. I think oh, I feel Troy like Vincent, yeah. yeah. Doing yeah. good things with the NFLPA also. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, so, yeah, let me send out some more shout-outs. Thanks to Mark. Thanks to Indade, Carlos. Okay, let's play. Who do you think it is, Troy? Uh, this is a, a super secret quiz. 19 and 19 or 20 and 9? One is Tua, one is Herbert. Guess whose record is whose? 20 and 9 versus 19 and 19. I know the 20 and 9 is Tua. Yeah. Yeah, like Herbert. That conversation is taking place all over all over areas now, also, right? You still taking Herbert over Tua? I'd love to see what Tua Herbert right can now. do with these weapons. I'll tell you that. Well, hopefully we won't see that. <laughs> <laughs> we won't see that. Oh man, I love it. <laughs> the apology is in. I, I don't think I don't think Troy takes offense to it. But oh, it's all good. No problem. <laughs> we appreciate it. Oh man, uh, let me see who else was in here. Uh, Ikaika, e e wait, how do, oh, e e I feel like, oh, I'm screwing it up all over again. But yeah, I forgot oh, it. all the way from Hawaii. And by the way, being from Hawaii, I hope you and the entire great state of Hawaii accept my apology for doubting Tua because I know how much he is loved in his home state. I was wrong, okay? Please accept my apology. You have to apologize to the entire region, huh? <laughs> Every Pacific Island, even like I, I'm, I'm apologizing to like uh, I. Uh, well, what other islands are in the Pacific? I'm, I'm a Tahiti. I'm apologizing to Tahiti, American <laughs> Samoa. Ever, I'm apologizing to the entire region. I owe them all an apology. Uh, hello to yeah, hello to Tony two times, who is uh, I don't think he's originally from Hawaii, but he does live there now. Thanks to Shake Money for the super chat. Thanks that's to Brooklyn my Hawaii for... guy. Yeah. That's hello. And, you know. I've never been there. Have you been there? Yes. Been there once. Nice. Good time. Pretty. Okay. Uh, nice. Someday's a bucket list thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Getting in any trouble over there? No. I don't mean like trouble, trouble. I mean like oh. you know, late late nights and all all that. No, 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 no. I had fun though. I had fun. <laughs> oh man, thanks to uh, you. Thank you for tuning in, my guy Doug E. Fresh. Uh, oh, I didn't even see this before. Let me ask this question: D Does Troy? Do you know of a kicker who was in a bad funk who got out of that bad funk? If so, what do you suggest McDaniel do to get him straight? Talking about saying, is there anything like you talked about all that mind trash and stuff? How do you snap out of it? I don't know. Everyone is an individual, right? And it's just mm -hmm. like being a being in a funk at work, your regular job, whatever you do, funk picking up girls, whatever it is, you you gotta change something. And how you change is how you change. But it's been going on too long for Jason Sanders. So he needs to. He needs to do something. I don't know. Go back to go the kick. beginning. The new XFL. Get on the plane or, on your off day and go back to your old high school. Or, 
know, do something. I don't know. I don't have to answer to that one. That's it. That's it. I, I wish I, I wish I had the answer to it, but I do not. I do not understand kickers any better than any of you guys do. Thanks to Russell for tuning in. Splemos, thank you. And Julio. I think that's I think I got everybody in there. Maybe. Yeah. Huge thank you to everybody who tuned in and made the extra yard a part of your day today. Uh, reminder, if you missed any part of the show, full video replay will be available on YouTube. I think it already is available on YouTube on the Five Reasons Sports YouTube channel. And the full audio is going to be available within probably within the next 90 minutes on the three yards per carry podcast feed. He's okay, Troy uh, Stratford. Uh, yes. Are we doing the show next week? Uh, we, we, I, uh, yeah, we, we can, we can, okay. I mean, just so uh, the, the bye week's not going to stop us. We, we can All start, right. we can start previewing that, uh, that Houston matchup. Okay. That shouldn't take long. <laughs> we'll do a 10 minute show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to get cocky. I'm not going to get overconfident. I'm just going to stay the course one week at a time. I love it. Awesome job as always. He's Troy Stradford. I'm Alex Dono. Make sure you guys support Prize Picks with our code five F I V E to double your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. And we will talk to you guys. It might be a five minute show. It might be a forty five minute show next week, coming off the bye week, right here on another episode of the Extra Yard, part of Three Yards Per Carry on the Five Reasons Sports Network. See ya. You got it. Later. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.